I get a lot of emails and requests for content from people who are angry about their wife's past. This is husbands who often write to me, often very lengthy emails, talking about how there's something in their wife's past, either her past relationships and or her sexual history, that really makes him uncomfortable. Maybe this is something his wife lied to him about. The point is there's something about his partner's past, his wife's past, that makes him angry. At this point, after almost 10 years of coaching, I've worked with literally hundreds of husbands who are angry about their wife's past. And so in today's free video, I thought I'd offer a few thoughts for any husbands who feel angry about their wife's past. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with thousands of men and women from around the world, helping them overcome jealousy, helping them overcome anger, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy in their relationships or their marriages. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So I thought it was a pretty good time for me to record this video because guess what? I had a conflict with my girlfriend this morning that kind of annoyed me, kind of made me a little angry. And of course, all this stuff is a good refresher for me. I use these tools, I use these perspectives in my personal life as well as working with clients, often retroactive jealousy sufferers who are angry about their wife's past. So a lot of this stuff is good for letting go of anger in general, whether you're upset about anything pretty much. In particular, I think these tools and these perspectives will be helpful for retroactive jealousy sufferers. By the way, in case you didn't know, the term retroactive jealousy refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts, sometimes anger, and sometimes what I call mental movies about your partner's past relationships and or sexual history. The short version is it's a nightmare, it's complete hell, but the good news is there's a clear time-tested path to freedom, a clear time-tested path to peace of mind, which anyone can use to get relief. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. In today's video, I just wanna really focus on how to start letting go of anger around your wife's past. So number one, so crucial to keep in mind, anger only hurts you. There's this wonderful quote by the Buddha that I think about all the time where he, he talks about anger and he says that holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. In other words, all this internalized angst and frustration and stress and anxiety, it's only hurting you. And sometimes when we're angry, we might feel extremely justified in doing so. And sometimes we feel like, or we almost convince ourselves that our anger is productive in some way. We're teaching someone a lesson, you know, we're taking out our fury and we're externalizing our pain onto someone else. But that's not the way anger works. Internalized stress, internalized anger, internalized displeasure does nothing but cause us mental health problems and often physical symptoms as well. So needless to say, anger does nothing but hurt ourselves. So it's in our best interests, even from a purely selfish standpoint, to start working toward letting it go as soon as possible. In other words, anger only hurts you. So what do we do about anger? When you're feeling angry, when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling totally hopeless, always bring the focus back to what is within your sphere of influence, what you have power over, what you can control, and as much as possible, disregard everything else. Now, before the objections start, needless to say, I realize this is easier said than done. This is a practice and a perspective that I've been working on internalizing and, and really incorporating into my life now for like 15 years or something like that. This is one of the basic precepts of Stoic philosophy, which is so incredibly valuable. These ideas were valuable 2000 years ago when they were first conceptualized and they're equally valuable now. Whenever we're encountering any kind of problem in life, always bring the focus back to what we can control and as much as possible, disregard everything else. So if you are feeling angry about your wife's past or, or anything else, what do you have power over? What do you have control over? You have 100% control, believe it or not, over your thoughts, 
your emotional response, your perspective, and your actions in the present. That's what you can control. You can't control the fact that maybe your wife deceived you once upon a time. You can't control the fact that maybe you've wasted several years struggling with anger to this point. You can't control the fact that maybe she'll make a bad decision in the future and hurt you. You can't control the past. You can't control the future. All you can control is who you are and what you're going to do right now. By the way, that also means you can't control your wife's reaction to your anger. You can't control your wife's reaction to anything. You can't control your wife. All we have power over as human beings, as individuals, is our own thoughts, our own actions, our own perspectives in the present moment. So coming back to this basic idea, in the moment, what can we do when we have anger? The first thing, and it's cliched advice, I'm sure you've heard it before, your mom was probably telling you this you know, 20 years ago, but it's equally valuable now. The first thing to do is take a few very deep breaths. And when I say very deep breaths, slow, deliberate breaths, in through your nose, out through your mouth, you'll know that the breaths are deep enough when the bottom of your belly kind of slowly rises a little bit. It should almost feel uncomfortable, like you're stretching out your lungs a little bit more than you're used to. And the reason it's a little uncomfortable when you first start doing this is because most people breathe wrong. Most people are not getting enough oxygen. Most people, unfortunately, have built up over the years really counterproductive and often damaging breathing habits where their body's in almost like a little tiny little state of stress most of the time because it's not getting enough oxygen. And I get why. The stresses of daily life and having an argument with your spouse and you got to pay the bills and you know the highway traffic is crazy. Obviously all these little petty stresses build up over the course of a day or over the course of a lifetime. And so as a result, we're often breathing very, very short and shallow rather than really deeply letting our entire lungs fill up with oxygen. So that's the first step. Get yourself to a place hopefully where you can be alone, simply pause. Don't react, don't yell at your wife, don't freak out on anyone. Just get yourself to a place where you can be alone and take a few very deep breaths. Even if you don't want to, even if that idea makes you even more angry, I'm telling you, it will really help. After that, it's time to start asking yourself, what am I afraid of? What is the fear? Because when it comes down to it, when you really boil anger down, it's primarily about fear. There's some kind of fear undergirding this anger. Now, I don't know what this fear is for you, obviously. This isn't a coaching call. I can't ask you questions. You're just someone behind a screen or behind a monitor and I'm some guy with a camera. I don't know what your particular fear is, but here are some guesses if you're feeling angry about your wife's past. Maybe you're afraid that your wife lacks impulse control and she could hurt you in the future by making some dumb decision, maybe repeating some dumb decision that she made 10, 15, 20 years ago. Maybe you're afraid that other men are laughing at you or some other guy from your wife's past is mocking you in some way. Maybe you're afraid that your wife can't be trusted about a number of things. Maybe she's lied about her past, but she's also lied about multiple things throughout the marriage. Maybe you fear that you'll never be able to get over this little problem with your wife's past. Maybe it's been haunting you for five, 10, 20, or even 30 years, and you're afraid that you're never gonna get over it. You're afraid that you're always gonna feel this way. The very good news for you is whatever you're afraid of, there are solutions. But the first step to conquering your fear is to identify it in as much detail as possible, to get very, very clear on exactly what it is you're afraid of, exactly what is undergirding, and maybe even inspiring your anger. I talk about journaling all the time. You're probably sick of hearing me talk about it, but this is where journaling can be very, very helpful. Again, in a quiet place where you can be alone after you've settled down a little bit, after the emotions have eased a little bit, just journal about some ideas about what your fear may be. After you do that, Ask yourself whether your fears are 100% rational or partially or maybe even entirely irrational. For example, if you're worried about the fact that maybe some other guy has his you know, upper hand on you because he was once with your wife, the odds that I mean, any of that really matters in the grand scheme of things are probably pretty minute. 
The odds are good that you're the only one thinking about this incident from your wife's past years ago, and obviously it's probably irrational to be, you know, somewhat fearful of that. But sometimes there's a bit of gray area when you're struggling with some element of your wife's past. Sometimes there are indeed causes for concern, sometimes there are things that you really need to spend some time sorting out, sometimes drastic life changes are necessary. Not often, but sometimes. And obviously this is where a good coach or a therapist or even a friend sometimes can really come in handy. So take some time, find someone you trust, book some time, make it a priority, and really talk about these feelings of fear and anxiety and what they all mean and ways to let go of it. Journaling is great, but often talking these things out can be extremely helpful and clarifying as well. Another question to ask yourself, in a, again, whether you're in a conversation with a coach, a, a therapist, or a friend, or even journaling, ask yourself, who would I be without this anger? Who would I be without this fear? And really think about what it would be like if you were able to completely let go of this and move on with your life. Get as vivid as possible. How would you feel in your body? How would you feel in your brain? How would your relationship change? How would your responses to your wife change? How would your day-to-day -day life change if you were able to let this go? And ask yourself, doesn't that seem appealing? Who would you be without this fear, without this anger? You can journal about that, you can talk to someone about that. It's a very good idea to have as kind of like a North Star guiding you on your journey to letting this stuff go. If forgiveness is necessary in your particular situation, for example, if your wife genuinely deceived you about her past, or otherwise if she did something where forgiveness is absolutely necessary, remember that forgiveness is ultimately about giving yourself permission to be happy. It's not about letting other people off the hook. It's about giving you permission to let things go and be happy and let go of anger and resentment and fear. Forgiveness is easier said than done. And this has been a, an ongoing journey in my own life, learning how to forgive people, because it's not something that came naturally to me, especially when I was young. But my life has improved immeasurably the more I learned to forgive people who had hurt me, forgive people who had wronged me or, or ticked me off in the past. It's an ongoing journey, but all I can tell you is my life gets better and better and better and better the more I'm open to the idea of forgiving people, even when the idea of that is slightly difficult for me deep in my gut. I'll also emphasize, please make sure that you're getting good nutrition and adequate sleep. Because the lack of sleep, and especially good nutrition, can really mess with your whole physiology, it can mess with your brain, it can produce all kinds of stress and anxiety and make you edgier and you know, on edge more than usual. Be sure you are eating well, not drinking too much, not drinking too much alcohol, and getting enough sleep. Because I notice all the time in my life, if I've had a bad night's sleep, the odds that I'll experience anger the next day go up probably by 60 or 70%. Sleep is so crucial. I've recorded other videos on sleep. Maybe my wonderful YouTube editor can put a card up in the right uh, corner or whatever. The point is, be sure you're eating well and getting enough sleep. You may think, what the hell does this have to do with my wife's past? I promise you, getting good nutrition and prioritizing sleep, making yourself get good sleep, taking whatever steps you need to to get good sleep will make a big difference in your overall state of mind. Finally, remember something that one of my mentors, a guy called Caleb Jones, talks about a lot, called the 10% rule. The 10% rule basically stipulates that there's going to be 10% of something that you love that isn't your favorite thing to think about. For example, if you love your job, if you're one of those people that has a great business or a great job that fills you with inspiration and you, know, you just feel great about it, even if that job is amazing, there's going to be 10% of that job that you don't really love. You know, maybe filing your taxes or doing the accounting or whatever. Similarly, no matter which partner you choose, I don't care if you choose Helen of Troy or whoever, there's going to be 10% of that person, even if they're absolutely incredible, that isn't your favorite thing in the world. That might be a challenge. Similarly, there may be 10% of their past that is actually kind of a problem for you that you don't exactly love. But the point is, everyone has that 10%. 
I do, you do, I'm sure everyone watching this video does as well. 10% of you, 10% of me, 10% of my past, 10% of your past that our partner may not exactly love. It's not like a deal breaker necessarily, but it isn't their favorite thing in the world to think about. But the point is to realize that everyone has that 10%. Your wife does, and if you break up with your wife and date someone else, there's gonna be 10% of them, 10% of their personality, 10% of their past, that isn't your favorite thing to think about. In other words, no one is perfect, obviously. It's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. No one is perfect. So you don't love this thing about your wife's past, but ask yourself, can you live with it? Now, in certain cases, there may be something that you genuinely cannot live with. For example, like, let's go really extreme. Let's say she lied about the fact that, you know, she had kids and a family and she's been living a double life like that. Those cases are rare, but they do happen. Something like that? Personally, I couldn't live with that. The deception on that scale, that, that kind of lying and, and just bald-faced deception and trickery, I don't think I could live with that. I would probably have to make some difficult choices and, and end up walking away. That's an extreme example, but you get my point. For most of the people watching this video, whatever you're struggling with about your wife's past, maybe a certain time in her life or a certain choice she made one night or whatever, you may not love it, but chances are good that you can eventually come to terms with it. Chances are good that you can eventually live with it. And the question is, how do you get there? Overcoming retroactive jealousy, overcoming intrusive thoughts or anger or anxiety or mental movies about your partner's past relationships is a really big topic. I've created all kinds of free content on my YouTube channel and on my blog at retroactivejealousy.com. If you are interested in getting to that place where you can live with it, I strongly encourage you to sign up for my free mini course. You can click the link in the description of this video. It'll take you right to the sign up page. Just give me your email address. You can unsubscribe anytime. I've got all kinds of tools available for you to get to that point where you can live with it. Because I promise you, to this point, I've already helped thousands and thousands and thousands of husbands all over the world make peace with their wife's past. You can do the same thing. It just takes time, takes an open mind, and takes some effort on your part. And finally, one of my big discoveries as a man over the past, I would say in particular over the past five years or so, is the antidote to anger is gratitude. That's how you overcome anger ultimately. It can be a difficult and, and sometimes challenging spiritual practice, but really that's the solution. The antidote to anger is gratitude. So maybe you're having a serious conflict with your wife that's really making you angry, it's really pissing you off, and you've got all these emotions and all this stuff going on. You feel your breath get, get quick and short, and you feel your arms tense up, and you're just kind of on edge. You're having a fight with your wife. But guess what? You have a wife. You have a woman in your corner. You have a woman who adores you. You have a woman, maybe she's been a great mother for five years or 10 years or 20 years. Maybe she's been faithful and loyal to you for your entire marriage. Maybe she supported you when you lost your parent or I could list a million other examples. The point is, even though this person is really pissing you off right now, wow, you have this incredible person in your life who brings you so much joy and so much love and so much value aside from this little frustrating interaction. You get my point. The antidote to anger is gratitude. Easier said than done, I know, but it's the conclusion I've come to over a, long, a lot of trial and error and working through my own anger about various issues over the years. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.